All right, guys, an action-packed episode of the Nordies Podcast. We talk about HBO Max's Dune prequel series, Ozark, Moon Knight, Under the Banner of Heaven. And with great power comes great rewatchability. We rewatch Spider-Man 2. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? Pretty good, man. Hooey! I'm good, bro. <laughs> okay. <Amazing. laughs> Mr. Poopy Butthole. Calm down. We're not on a Rick and Morty episode. That feels, that feels great. All right, guys. We have a great episode, but before we dive into it, uh, hopefully you guys dive into the episode with the same enthusiasm that Jim just did. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from. And get the Norris podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. I gotta say, uh, that sort of Jimbo pick me up really worked because now I'm fired up. Oh, are you? Ooh-wee. Thank wow. you, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I just sure I really hope that since we've quoted that now two times, that more than four of our listeners know that reference. It's a famous character from Rick and Morty. Sure, it is, Ryan. Sure, it is. <laughs> Didn't you have a stuffed animal in your team at some point? Of Mr. I, I still have it somewhere, but it's the Meeseeks, bro. Oh, Mr. Meeseeks. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. We've gone too up. far. All right, guys. Too so far. What are you guys drinking tonight? Okay, I'm over uh, with our friends at Blackstack. They teamed up with a company called Crosby Hops, and this is their real estate West Coast IPA, and uh, it's real, real, real good. It's not too amber. It's like more light, crispy, very good. I almost got that, but then I realized that it had Blackstack like three weeks in a row and oh. opted for, for other options. Um, here's a, a brewery you probably never heard of called Fair State Brewing in yeah. Northeast Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, back, I mean that because well. like, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't want to get that because I've had it too much. And then I'm like, oh, grab a Fair State beer. This is their super clear uh, German uh, Pilsner. It's really good. It's delicious. I like I it. I bet it is. Okay, I am uh, also drinking Fair State. I was actually at Fair State, and I went and grabbed this. I have to tell you, I didn't think it was going to be good, and I think they are on to something. I'm going to drink these all summer. It's Fair State's Hop Water. Really? Really? You're ki- yeah, there's no alcohol in there. You're kind of... Um... Did you not realize that? <laughs> <laughs> this is peppermint <laughs> again. No, I thought it had booze in it. I just <laughs> Are you sure you're going to drink them all? You're going to be hydrated as shit, dude. <laughs> I am going to drink it all summer. I don't care. It is it's really good, right? Yeah, it's really tasty. Like, I just didn't even know what it was, oh, but it's God. really I'm good. Crying. Oh. It's fucking oh. water, bro. He thought it had booze in it. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, guys. It is tasty, though. Oh. It's uh, Centennial and Citra Hops water. It's just like... <laughs> I do this once a month. I'm sorry. I do this oh. once a month. <laughs> I love that, like, you just surprised the shit out of yourself. Like, you could have looked at it before the moment we're recording. No, it's good. Didn't even know. Didn't even know. I love it. I will drink them. It is super tasty. So. I'm going to be drinking these all summer. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. I'm going to throw up. (laughs) (laughs) We have to move into Do We Care? Um, We have to start out with the many movies that are dropping. Ryan's can't handle it. We have oh, I'm jump. sorry. I'm sorry. All right, hold on. All right, go ahead. <laughs> we have to jump into May movies. We'll start with one coming out next week. It's Doctor Strange. This is a movie I think we've all been looking forward to for a really long time. Uh, it's going to be critical to the next stages of the MCU. Um, that's one of the big May movies. Also, we will have Top Gun and Men. All right, these are yeah. kind of the three big movies. Which two of these movies are you agreeing to definitely see, and which one of these is a skit? Yeah. Um, all right, well, I, I think for all three of us, Doctor Strange, right? We're all going to watch this. Oh, absolutely. That's number one. Um, I think the, the sleeper one for me, I'm going to watch Men. 
Like I like Alex Garland. I would never miss one of his movies. Um, that means I'll never get to see Maverick. If in this instance, I'm okay with that. I'm sure. I don't think it's going to be very good. It may. It may be fun. It might be okay, but um, I can't miss a potential like absolute indie darling classic from Men. So I'm going to try to watch that one. What do you guys do? Then what if what if Men is like a D plus, and the Rotten Tomato score yeah. for Maverick is kind of high. I you're know. Gonna pretty, you're going to be pretty upset that. with yourself. That's a, that's a big gamble. That. That's a big gamble. I but, have this rule for myself that I don't like movies that are about vehicles. Oh, okay. So Transformers, out. Fast and the Furious, out. Kind of all of them. The only one I can think of that kind of breaks that rule is probably Mad Max. Okay. Gone in 60 yeah. seconds. What about, um, what about Speed? Didn't see it. Fucking classic. <laughs> yeah, he was like three when that came I mean, out. Just, like, if it has, if if like the main thing is about that they're in a vehicle, or it's about like, oh man, they drive this car, or they are in a plane, or they're in a tank, or they're in like, I kind of just don't. That whole thing doesn't really work for that much. Did you like okay. you like Fury though? I did fuck with Fury, but I don't know. Like, what about Hunt for Red October? Didn't see it. I don't even know if that is. All right, Jesus. But we got some. Hey, the I list. Like, just, I, I like. I mean, I like that you make up rules for yourselves and hold yourselves to it, and that's good. Like just, Jim, I, but Jimbo. Like, oh, it's about people who fly planes. I'm on. I'm kind of right away. I'm like, nah. Yeah, but I but the Eric, that. the Eric eviscerates the classics list. Just grew by like three or three, four movies. I know, yeah, and cool we're behind on that. Too. Well, I, sh- I shouldn't say we. There's one person that's. Oh, I'm. I'm lacking, but he's a busy man. I get it. I've been busy. I'm coaching in the the spring. It, it makes my life go from infinity free time to no free time pretty quickly. So. <laughs> which which well, we've also time. which we've also dispelled as the biggest lie on the Nordies podcast because okay. Summer Eric is the busy. He's busier than Lacrosse Eric. We never no, we never go. No, Summer Eric just mismanages his time. <laughs> well, that's probable. <laughs> Summer Eric's just irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, he's fair. just a big bumbling fool. I can't um, fucking wait. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see these movies. Definitely going to see Doctor Strange next weekend. I don't know when, but I'm going to it. Even if I have to just go to it by myself, I don't even care. It's just is going to be too can't miss um, to possibly not see in theaters, I think. Uh, what mm-hmm. about you guys? Are you in the same boat? Yeah. Yep. Same boat. All right. Um, how about this? This is great news for us. We loved Dune. We gave it the Nordy for our best movie of 2021. Um, Dune is getting a prequel spinoff series on HBO Max called Dune the Sisterhood and it's going to be directed by the guy who directed Chernobyl. Hell yeah. So directed and executive produced. So it's like his baby. I mean, that's kind of key, right? It's not like he's coming in for a couple episodes and leaving. Um, He's responsible. And I think that's huge. I'm really excited about this. Like they're doing a whole universe on this now. Uh, And not only that, the Bene Gesserit, which are the, the the sisters, you know, of the, the, the witches. Dune. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are terrifying. And yep. their backstory seems incredibly interesting. Yes. So I'm, I'm all, all on board for this. Uh, honestly, I don't even care who's directing and producing because I trust HBO and Warners to make a good show. But then to add on top of that, the Chernobyl, uh, you know, showrunner, if you want to call it that, producing and directing, uh, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be better than like this is up there, like maybe just a notch below Obi Wan Kenobi for one of our most should, should should be one of our most anticipated shows of whenever yeah. it's coming out. I have to agree. I loved Dune so much. I can't wait for this. And I think I like Dune so much that I like Dune more than I like any Star Wars movie. Which is shocking. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I did love it. I did. But it's it's very Denis Villeneuve way in that it's like the pacing is very slow and it's long establishing shots. And I mean, it's very beautiful and visceral, but it's like it's paced a little little slow maybe for me to like have a ton of rewatch value for me. I loved it. I thought it was just beautiful, and I can't wait for the next one to come out. I, I am so excited. That I've one's going to be a banger, front to back. I've never read the books. I don't really know much about it. I thought that, like, the entire war part was amazing. Like, all the action seemed super cool. I'm sad 
we don't get more Oscar Isaac in this, but it was just an awesome movie, and I can't wait for more of this story to be told. And those witches were, like, I don't know, more interesting than 95% of the villains in Star Wars. Well, and, and really, we only interacted with one. So this is your big complaint about Darth Vader, right? Is that he's only on screen for 17 minutes. And the the female that played, like, the head Bene Gesserit gal was really only on screen for, like, a very limited amount of is time as well. Is she a good guy or bad guy? I'm not sure. Oh, I Great question. Can't wait. I, can't wait I don't think she's good or bad. I think they have a path that they want to see the world go in, and that's where that that's where their loyalties lie. Not Are they, like, religious fanatic-y? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that. Very dogmatic, fanaticy. Can't, can't wait for this. So this is. They're not uh, going to like that that a, a man was born with these powers. You know. Yeah. It'll be like it'll be like you know the Jews at the time with Jesus, right? Like I think that's where they pulled some of that. Where like they were denying. Um, well, and they they mentioned that in the movie where she was like, um, you know, it's always been females, and you just had to go and have yourself a son because you thought yeah. you'd be the you, yeah. you know powerful enough the to have it. Anyways, I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited about that. All right, guys. Next up, news that uh, Ryan. I'm sorry. I don't apologize for much on here. Um, you're a great co-host. I know that you have your things that you love, and one of them was Space Force. It's officially been canceled after two seasons. <laughs> God this damn it. Is, this is a tragedy. Um, we were really excited about Space Force. And after uh, the first episode, I thought to myself, is this the worst show that's ever been made? I don't even I don't even know if I yeah. finished the whole first episode before. I, oh, I, I tried mean, to watch like, like four because I was like, dude, this is they spent so much money. We thought this show couldn't miss. Right. I mean, they tried to make the next office or the next Parks and Rec. Um and they didn't. And I, I watched like four of these and I'm like, it's never going to get entertaining. It was. I think, I think you're um, the only one that paid it, that, that made it past one. I think us, so too. Of us three. And well, they made a fucking second season just because they like couldn't admit that it sucked. All right. So I'll, how about this one, guys? Uh, Mission Impossible. It's got a name finally for the new one. It's called Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One, which means seven and eight are going to be Dead Reckoning Part One and Part Two. I believe they're going to come out in back-to-back years, um, which is super exciting. We did a rewatch a few months back on Mission Impossible, and I think it's the rewatch that changed my mind the most about mm-hmm. anything that we had watched. I had watched most of the movies in the series, and I think going back and being intentional about doing it again really showed me how good Mission Impossible is. It's and, a real sleeper franchise, yeah. Yeah, and really, like... The first Mission Impossible, if you like, put yourself back in the time that it was filmed, and then from three on, like two was a little bit of a dud, but two like, was pretty bad. But three through seven were fucking epic. Um, one was great at the time to like, you know, kind of kickstart the franchise, right? It's not, it's not a perfect movie on its own, but like, if you put yourself in the time of of that being made, so they've had like. A minus to A plus material for the better part of 15 years. Yeah. And it's pretty crazy. Does this mean that it's over? So then we do back to back with part one, part two, swan song. Yeah. My first initial reaction to hearing that that was going to be a part one and part two is that this is Tom Cruise's last hurrah as Ethan Hunt. Which is, I mean, he's going to look pretty old in these ones. I saw him at a baseball game like in the summer and he needs to keep up on his plastic surgery or whatever, because I don't like seeing an old Tom Cruise. It's not natural. It's not normal. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, names for prequels or sequels, uh, this is a prequel for a quiet place and it's going to be called a quiet place. Day one. What a terrible name. <laughs> day one. Why aren't you curious what happened on day one? Yeah. You're no, the one I'm that really wanted curious. to know all about the, the, you know, aliens and shit. Yeah, it's probably the only thing I actually am interested in about. I thought A Quiet Place was okay. It was okay. Yeah, The first one was the okay. The second one was, was pretty good, too. Um, I liked him okay. I, did, I thought that it was like, I mean, the way that people were talking about this movie before I had seen it, I was like, dude, this is going to be one of the all-time, you know, action horror movies. And uh, it was underwhelming, you know, compared to expectations. But I'm excited. I'll watch 
I'll check it out. I'm sure at some point. I don't think I care. Yeah. I don't care. I didn't watch the second one. Oh, really? All right. Well, how about this one? Here's a, a, a sequel. Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Yeah. I, I mean, people already think this movie is going to suck, and they think Avatar is a joke. Um, little do they know that this is James Cameron, and it's going to be a massive hit. And people are going to be mind-blown by the visuals and all these things. It's going to be cool, but what a stupid fucking name. Really stupid. I'm telling you, they wanted to go with Waterworld, and it's taken. So they can't It was that. taken. Yeah. yeah. It reminded me of uh, moisture is the essence of wetness. Do you guys remember a little Zoolander action? That's what that was my first initial reaction was like the way of water. Well, wow. okay. Okay. What about this? Uh, there's a Batman sequel in the works with Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves. I don't think this should be news. We already knew this would happen. Um, you can complain all you want about the Batman, but overall it was cool. And the universe mm-hmm. is cool. And it does seem like one of the first things that DC has done right in some time. I don't know if they paced out their first movie perfectly, but I do want more Battinson. I thought he was really a cool Bruce Wayne and Batman. It's the penguin. What? Elrana. It's Elrana. a bird that doesn't fly. It's the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> um I dude, I'm I'm excited. I, I think that the next movie is gonna be better than the first one. Yeah, bring it back. I, it'll I, be like they, they've established everything. They can have some fun with it. The first movie wasn't very fun. This can well, be more fun. Think about the Batman. Um, or what was it? Batman Begins. Sorry, Christopher Nolan's. Yeah, it's okay. It's not that great upon rewatch. It's pretty good though. Like it's good. It, okay, it's fine. It's not yeah. that great. Right, and then when then you, you watch Dark the Dark Knight, right? So let's let's hope that they're gonna Dark Knight the Batman two with Pattinson. Let's go. I agree. I care a lot about this. Are we are do we unnecessary? Nah, I don't want to get into that. Let's move on. Let's move okay. on. Let's go. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Across the Spider Verse, which is also a sequel, will take place in six different universes and have two hundred and forty different characters that it will feature. I love it. I this is one of my most anticipated movies. They moved it out. It was going to be this fall, and they moved it out to like next summer, and then the summer after that. So they're going to hit us with like two. I think it's called. Um, across the spider verse and then beyond the spider verse and it's like a two-part deal do you i mean the original spider verse is one of my favorite comic book movies of all time it's just hilarious so fun to watch so much good action i'm incredibly excited and it just feels like when you go animated you can kind of just like do crazy wild goofy ass shit and it does not doesn't get cheesy you know what i mean it yeah. doesn't get too much. I'm a little worried that it's going to be a little too like Lego Batman-y. Yeah. With having so many characters like that, like it's going to be just constantly like funny characters and stuff. But overall, it's going to be great. I can't wait for it. And I hope it just is even half as good as the first one. Yeah, really. Right I care. Oh, uh, I care a lot. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sorry. Asleep at the wheel. I was looking at other things. My fault. All right, I bet you were looking at your favorite show, Hacks, because it's getting a season two. Hacks, hell yeah. I was the first one on this show. Um, you might be the only one on this show, but that's okay. It's good. doesn't mean it's bad. It was It was fine. It, do, it, it doesn't... It was... Like, the acting was really good, but the show itself doesn't make me, like, want to go tell people about it and continue watching it. It's mm-hmm. just fine. It's just okay. Yeah. HBO show... Pretty good. It's about like an aging comedian or like a female comedian. And then she gets like a ghostwriter who's like a young up and coming comedian. So there's kind of like a clash between old people and young people. It's good. It's really well done. Like super well done. All right. Well, uh, what about this guys? Andrew Garfield having his Garfonissance. He's finally back after years of making like weird Daniel Radcliffe style things. And now he (laughs) is like, one of the hot actors, everything he's touching is gold, and he says he's going to step away from acting for a while. What the hell's he doing? His agent's gotta be pissed, dude. His agent's like, dude, I worked so fucking hard to get you into Spider-Man, to get you this FX show that we're gonna talk about in a little bit, and then he's gonna just take a step back. So, not good timing from his camp, but, you know, he's gotta do what he's gotta do. 
I think it's a bummer. I think he having him back has been cool. I do think he's really talented. Um, I want more Andrew Garfield. I don't know even why I, I feel that way, but I definitely do. And I think I think everyone kind of feels that way right now. I think it was nice having him back in the Spider-Man movie, and it just just felt like, um, you know, kind of like what happened with Robert Pattinson, where he was like in the wilderness for a while after being in some big movies, and when he came back, he was like a better actor and ready for some you know leading roles and some uh more you know grown man roles and i think that Mm -hmm. that's what we should be expecting here from uh garfield so and and let's just okay let's lay this out um so he did in he did a couple things in 2017 that are unheard of he did one thing i think it's a movie in uh 2018 called under the silver lake that's it did nothing in 2019 did 2020's uh huge hit mainstream never heard of it um he did 2021's the eyes of tammy faye which makes sense that's a that's a kind of a big movie i think Uh, he was nominated for like golden globes and stuff for that so he was this is the starting to be the beginning of this for him yep he did tick tick boom um not sure what that is and then he was what? Uh, no that's that andrew lloyd weber whatever like no i don't know he wrote rent in it it's like a big netflix movie for musical theater I, we weren't gonna watch it but we were gonna watch it really highly it was, regarded i think it was like a big deal yeah it was a big deal he was nominated um anyway okay, great so ahead. this is all in 2021 he did the he got not you know nominated whatever he did spider-man no way home admittedly a smaller part not it's a bit part wasn't that big yep um, and then in did under the banner of heaven, which is a seven part okay. mini series. So yeah, okay. Twenty twenty one was kind of packed, or maybe twenty twenty filming was kind of packed. Uh, but dude, you're just hitting your sweet spot. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just coming into the wheelhouse, uh, and you want to walk away. I mean, I guess so. Fine, whatever. Whatever you piece <laughs> of shit, get the fuck out right. of here. Speaking of uh, walking away, James Corden is leaving late night. What will the world do without oh, him trying who to upstage? Fucking who? What, what what is the world going to do without him trying to upstage all of his guests with his amazing musical talent? <laughs> Never seen someone try to like outperform every guest on their show more than this guy. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and does he do the thing in the car where he sings with them and the tries to sing karaoke? Yeah, carpool karaoke rap battles. I don't know. This guy, he he seemed like it was fun at first, and then like his ego kind of took over, and then he became not likable anymore. Same with Jimmy Fallon; they both did the same thing. Yeah, uh, Ricky Gervais has the best takedown of James Corden in recent memory at the Golden Globes when he was hosting. I forget what which one it was. I think it was Golden Globes. Jimbo, help me out. Golden Globes, Emmys, sure. not the Whatever. Oscars. Uh, he said, uh, we all got to see James Corden as a fat pussy. Uh, he also was in Cats. And <laughs> uh, yes, perfect. <laughs> right, so I don't think any of us care about this. Um, no, no. What about Molly Shannon? Inks her first look deal with HBO Max. This was interesting because... Um, Molly Shannon is having a little bit of a resurgence. Uh, is she having a shenanigans? Shenanigans. Um, you know, I, mean, I wonder if I wonder I love if this, her. this might be a little bit more of like a writing thing, and and uh, maybe peeling off some of her experiences with SNL and movie making and being a female and and all of that stuff. Um, she was excellently horrible in uh white lotus Lotus. as uh what's his name's mom um like just she was on screen for such a small amount of time and i could still picture her and i hate her like i hate yeah i hate that type of mom and she i know that person you know she she nailed it perfectly um so i'm kind of excited i think i think i care about this i'd like to i want to see what she's gonna produce or or come up with I, i think this is a good thing yeah i think it is too I don't care, but but maybe it'll be cool. You will right. once she comes up with something fucking awesome for HBO that we're all watching. Hey, but something right in my wheelhouse, considering I love things on wheels. J.J. Abrams' company is going to do a live-action Hot Wheels movie. 
Uh oh, Eric's out. So out. I don't uh, know. JJ uh, uh, Abrams, what is he doing? What does he do now? Kid Did he Story fall off? Live action is always a weird one. And he's got to do the new Star Trek movie. That's all we care about. Well, it's kids toy movies are not for me unless it's Toy Story live action. <laughs> Impossible to film. So you're not going to see Lightyear? Gosh, that looks bad too. Wow. You mean where like they made Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear look like Kyle Rittenhouse or some shit? What? No, the new. <laughs> Go back what? and watch the trailer. Was he shooting innocent they people? They should never have given him hair. It's just a problem. Oh. Um, we don't care about this at all. No, don't care about this. I just, I just wonder what's going on with JJ. All right, what about this bad bunny? What can't this guy do? Uh, he's going to star as El Muerto in the Marvel Universe. It's like yeah, a, I don't. It's like a. He's like a villain, I think, who's like a pro wrestler, like a lucha libre pro wrestler. Yeah, yeah, but he's got like some powers, and I guess he like. But this is Sony. In the comic books, he like almost beats Spider Man in like a wrestling match or something. So this is Sony. No, this is MCU. I thought it was Sony like villains. No, he's a he's like a MCU hero, I guess. And it's like the first Latin led superhero movie in the MCU, which is cool. Yeah. But like Bad Bunny, is he that? T- I mean, he's a very famous and very very, famous. very popular and a huge draw for like young people and Latin people and everybody, right? I get that. But like, wouldn't you want to like take it a little bit more seriously with your first? Latino led movie and get an actor, someone that can act. I mean, I don't know, Diego Luna or so, I don't know. There's so many options I mean, of these amazing Latino actors. They get Bad I mean, Bunny. Oh, Bad Bunny. I'm in, I'm in on Bad Bunny. Couldn't name you a single are, Bad Bunny song. Think it's going to be cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I care. That's just because you follow Bad Baby on OnlyFans and you think they're the same. Bad know. Bobby? Oh, is that how you pronounce it? Bad Bobby? I think it's she's Barbie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cash me outside, right? Yeah. I don't know what this is. I'm really lost. Just don't worry about it then. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. For, yeah. yeah. All right. We, uh, we kind of care. What about this? That 90s show. Boy, is there something more right up our alley than that? Oh. So, yeah, they're going to be doing a That 90s show, and it's going to be bringing back a lot of the original casts. Oh, not going to lie. Oh, really? Yes. Tell me so it's it's not like kids in the 90s. No. no it's it's going to be like parents. Mila Kunis. As uh, the parents. Wilmer Valderrama. Um, uh, obviously, Danny Masterson is hopefully going to be in jail for You're the right. foreseeable future. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, hold on. Topher? I lost. Topher Grace is back. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Topher Grace playing the Red Foreman role. Let's go. I'm here. Oh, shit. Um, and then what about Ashton? Please tell me that we're going to get Topher with the Red Foreman haircut. Oh, my God. <laughs> he needs to be just the same as his dad. Like, that would be magnificent. That actually could work. I, I think I'm here for this. I think I care. I know better, but I'm going to... I'm going to check it out. All right. I found I mean, it. This, is, this Topher, is on the same level of like girl meets world. It's Topher Grace, right. Laura Prepon. She's not working. Ashton Kutcher. He's not working. Mila Kunis. She's not working unless it's bad moms. Wilmer Valderrama. Never raised, nobody's ever heard of him since then. So it's most yep. of the cast except for Danny Masterson. I'm just hoping that they aren't the stars of the show, though. And I know they will be. And that's the worst part about it. Like, <laughs> well, you want the kids to be what? like the younger generation? Yeah, who else is going to star in the show? No, I was just hoping that it would be about like high school kids in the 90s. And yeah. then they'd be the parents who were just kind of like, you know, the secondary characters of the show. And like, that's what I'm hoping for here. Um, a kid growing up in the 90s would be perfect here. I, Do you think I'd all of these actors it. and actresses would sign on to this if they were going to be secondary parts? I doubt it. You, you just went through the whole list and said none of them are working. <laughs> I know, but they still think they're important. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but you're right. They have to be kids. Like it's not, I don't know. It doesn't have to be, they can do whatever the fuck they want, but yeah, I haven't seen a remake from the nineties any good yet. So, well, they tried that 80 show. If you remember right after that 70 show ended horrible and it was, and they're doing Bel Air again and everything. So I, I just, 
Whatever. Saved by the bell. Oh boy. Right. Okay. Yeah. So as you click into the thing, they will all appear alongside Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Joe Rupp, Red and Kitty Foreman as part of that oh, they're back. show. Love them. Best part of the show. Okay. Um, this show is going to suck really bad, and I can't believe we spent so much time on it. Yep. Um, I stand by it. I can't wait. Are you going to watch okay. a, a show on like Fox, Eric? A comedy on it's Fox? It's got to be on like Netflix, right? It this probably is. It's got to be Netflix. There's no one else would be dumb enough to make this show other than Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Time to move on to Hot Rex and Not Rex. This week, I'm going to start with probably the biggest thing that dropped this week. Something that I know my co-hosts don't like, but I do. I'm watching it and I'm into it. It's Ozark Season 4 Part 2, The End of Ozark. I think this is a great show. I really do. And I don't say this about many shows that you guys don't like. Mm -hmm. I think that it was a lot like Mr. Robot, that there were some parts in the middle where they lost their way a little bit, and it might not have been the most fun thing to watch. But I do think it's the kind of show where like they've just done so much and they've built such a story with so many characters and so many uh, complicated things that I think the end is going to feel rewarding. Um, I think that this is some really good acting and some really good writing. It just is not always that fun. So I'm into it. I can't wait to finish it and see how they try to land this story. I have rarely quit a show so late. You know, just seeing the finish line and quitting anyways is is rare for me. But I think I watched like three full episodes of the season, part one of the season, and then quit. And I honestly... Maybe I should just like watch the rest of it. I don't know. Are you so you're gonna <laughs> jump right on and binge the hell out of it and watch the rest? Yeah, of it. yeah. No, I've already watched two episodes of it. I love it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jimbo, those, it those, those are the options to finish it or not. Like those, that's, that's right. Those are your two choices. <laughs> Guys, could it be as bad as this? Could it be this late on the finish line? I watched seventy-seven episodes of Shit's Creek. There yeah, were, there were eighty total. <laughs> you bailed but you know I what feel, with three episodes left i said i can't i can no longer but that was just this. that was just for pod content though right i i don't know i think it was just in it the heart um yeah that's impressive and i stand behind that i quit that's a good decision just to be fair it's like you know you don't chase good money after bad it's the same thing i quit after season three after like the 75th uh, bonfire conversation between uh, Julia Garner and her stupid fucking brother who like wouldn't go to school because he was smart. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. So this, this is shameless, but in Missouri, anyway. Mm. All right, I, that's not far off. All right, uh, Moon Knight. We're all watching Moon Knight. I feel like you guys are wavering here at the end. Um, I've really enjoyed Moon Knight through five episodes, though I know it's a B show. And not an A show. I yeah. think originally I thought it was going to be an A show. Fuck. I gave this show a D initially. Sorry. An A on the first episode. Like a B minus on the second. And then a D on three and four. I was absolutely wow. fucking bored out of my mind. Like I said this last week. I don't think the show was very good. I thought it was intriguing. All the action happens off screen super fucking snooze fest most of the time. And then they like try and get you with like five minutes of cool shit at the end of, of the episodes. But Holy shit. Episode five was fucking awesome. So really? full blown mea couple for me. Like I was wrong. Like, or, or I wasn't necessarily wrong about episodes like three and four. They were super boring, but episode five was unbelievably good. Oscar Isaac was magical overall. Um, the hippopotamus. So you like the backstory stuff. You like the kid I growing thought, up all over the I house. I just thought him being able to like play those like multiple roles alongside yeah. one another and switch back and forth. Um, there was a lot of it's, it's, the fact that they removed Moon Knight from the story made it better, and I'm not sorry about saying that. Mm. Like, well, I'm excited for them to bring it back, bring Moon Knight back for some big action sequences because he looks really cool fighting, and I like his suit, I like his look, I like the weapons he has. Like, I want that in the show. Um, so I'm excited for 
the you know the finale on in three days we're gonna watch the end of it how so. many minutes has he spent fighting on screen though like not many like but it's been cool like three yeah which is kind of weird it's a, it's a it's kind of a um, bummer especially with all the I, I think i just went through the process of me thinking it was an a show probably through one two episodes maybe three and then being like four and maybe i didn't even love five as much as you did um so i'm just kind of coming down to the B level, but it's, it's good. It's worth watching. It's better than, you know, Falcon and winter soldier so far. And I like him. I would agree. I I would disagree slightly. I think they're both on the same level, but went at different trajectories in terms of the quality of their content. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. The, like the pacing per episode is okay on these shows, but the Disney has not figured out how to like make the whole show interesting. Like on every single one, it's like, Wanda first three episodes were like really boring and pointless. And then it finished awesome, you know, and then Falcon and the winter soldier died at the end, like so bad. And then, um, the Hawkeye was only good at the end. Really. The last two episodes were the only, you know, so they can't make a show consistently good throughout the whole thing. It seems like, except for Loki, we all love Loki, but even that had its lulls. Like even the, it was, yeah, I think it was the middle. second to last episode. We were like, what the fuck was that? That was a C. Yeah. That was a C minus at best. Anyway, yeah, it's true. All right, and uh, what about Under the Banner of Heaven? Speaking of our Garfonasans, Garfonasans. Yeah, Andrew's back. This is like a this. This is cool. I mean, it's gonna give you True Detective vibes. It's on Hulu right now. Okay, so it's truly supposed to be a limited series. Although, how many times have we heard about the limited series? Like, um, you know, the one with Kate Winslet that becomes well. Bear. True, you know, or true, true, true lies. What's the other one Bear called? Big Little Lies. You know, it gets enough traction. They make more of it. But this is supposed to be like six or seven episodes straight through. It's a period piece about some killings in in Utah. Uh, most of the main actors in it or the characters are Mormon, right? So it's like within the Mormon Church. You know, this kind of dogmatic and evil bubbling up within it. So you kind of get that like. I'm not going to call Mormons a cult. That's probably not allowed or acceptable to say. But you kind of get that, like, we're super religious and everything has to be by these laws and we're only talking to our own people and that type of stuff, which is creepy. So you get the creepiness of, like, True Detective, uh, but a little bit more grounded, a little bit more real. Um, I'm into this show. I watched one. I liked it. I'm in. I can't wait. I'm going to watch it this week. Yeah, you should watch it. You should watch it. Hey, did we even put this on the list, but we own this city no. on HBO Max? John Berthold. Did you watch it? Who watched one? I didn't, but it's on the list. Okay. Like, I, I want to watch it. Yeah, so put this on the list. I mean, this is homework for everybody. If you're listening, check this out. It's a huge show. It's supposed to be like, you know, the spiritual successor to The Wire because yep. this is in Baltimore Back again, but it's Baltimore. more modern day. And it's got, it's like a couple years. I watched the first episode of this too, and I really like both. Um, it's like this is supposed to be based, real based on events from like three, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 So like the mayor is like a real character and the chief of police is a real character. Maybe the cops that are like on this task force aren't, I don't know, but um, I'm into it. John Bernthal, love him or hate him, dude. He is fully committed to this wacky ass role. So it's something to behold. Um so I think both are like, I'd say right now, Under the Banner of Heaven is like a hard rack, just even after one. Um, we own the cities like a tepid. Let's see what the fuck this show is. Okay. Love it. All right. And finally, guys, it's time for our last segment. With great power comes great rewatching. Love it. This one of our all-time segment titles. Spider-Man. I don't remember watching Spider-Man in my life. Yeah. Like, I know I did, but I don't really recall the movie that much. I remember Doc Ock a bit, and that's about it. Um, so let's dive into it, guys. Uh, this movie starts with a storyline that I'm tired of, and it's not. it probably wasn't tired at this time uh, mm-hmm. when this movie came out, but, like, it's been overdone so many times. Like, the superhero who just wants to be a normal person, but, like, you know, neglects their role and then realizes, it, like, I've seen that story too many times. All the sacrifices they have to make, yeah. It gets, and this is a, the whole movie's a Peter movie, man. So much Peter. It's a lot of Peter. So he meets Doc Ock. He's got the obvious, you know, issues with, uh, uh, what's the, what's the friend's name? 
Yeah, um, uh, Harry. Harry. I don't know if there's a worse character in movies than Harry. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I and they have to really lean on him in this and in the next one, too. I always kind of thought he was a good actor. Um, James Franco. Franco? Yeah. Franco? No, I don't think he's... He's gotten very lucky making interesting choices in films, I think, in the past, like in the room. Um, but I don't think he's a very good actor. I think he's like downright bad at this point. He's like only handsome. Uh, but he plays mm-hmm. such a bad, shallow, unlikable character with all bad lines. And so he kind of ruins everything that he's on the screen. So I have to start, guys, with the one thing about this movie and about this series that I cannot look past. It is It is so bad to me that it blurs the whole storyline into something that I like can't enjoy. And it's, it's a big piece to kind of the, the backstory, but it's not really that important. So I probably should just settle down. But what I can't handle anymore is the fact that he wanted to get a car to impress Mary Jane. So he does, he enters a wrestling tournament. He wins the wrestling tournament the match and he's supposed to win $3,000, but he only gets a hundred dollars. So then he decides that he's not going to help as this guy gets robbed by an armed robber. The yeah. armed robber toting a gun sprints Running at him, at him with a gun. Unarmed in the hallway. And the guy's like, hey, man, stop that guy. And then he's like, makes a snide remark and like lets the guy go into the elevator. What was he supposed to do? Fucking tackle the guy? Yeah, like try to grab the gun out of his hand. Or, I know. I've thought of that many times, too. Duke this out like men? Like, it's like, don't he- feel that bad. The guy ran past you with a gun. Are you going to try to trip him? Yeah. He let the guy go, and then he was like, hey, kid, you should have just stopped him. I'd be like, it's cool, man. Just call your insurance company, and it will all be okay. Yeah. Supposedly, Uncle Ben on the street tries to stop this guy running with a bag of money and a gun. He says no. I'm sorry. He he was trying to steal his car. I'm sorry, Uncle Ben, but you should have just, like, lived to fight another day. This was not a big deal. Uncle Ben was waiting outside for peter and at the wrestling match yes at the library well, well that's what he told him yeah. he told him that he was at the library and uncle ben is stupid and believed him that he was gone for an hour and a half at the library and so he's waiting for him and then the guy tried to carjack the car and you know listen eric you don't uncle ben was like no hey, you don't ben. know he you don't know what, how you'd react and and like the, hey, listen, you could, the police could pull you over and you could be like, hey, my hands are up and they could shoot you too. So, uh, you know, let alone what a car, what a carjacker could Uncle do. Ben gets shot, and then, and then, and then this just crazy scenario happens. And then Peter feels horrible forever. He tells Aunt May and then Aunt May shames his ass. Shames him so bad. Real hard. Leaves, pulls her hand away and goes upstairs. Real hard. Leaves. Hey, Aunt May, I'm sorry that I didn't stop the armed gunman by myself in yeah. a hallway as he ran at me with a gun of money. By the way, I wasn't really Spider-Man at that time. Yeah. You know, this I was literally happening. fucking Peter. Every time yeah, so this is this starts two years after that happened. So I we should move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like from that moment, it's it's yeah. a little weird. We have to get past it. Okay, so Peter starts like getting stressed out about life and he's just a complete fucking dickhead to Mary Jane. And then he starts oh like, losing his powers. And then all of the Peter losing his power parts were unwatchable. Unwatchable. <laughs> He's like yeah. falling through the sky and stuff. I, I That stuff was really. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say that like I sold this movie as the best of the series and it was like awesome. And I, it was so slow. There just wasn't a lot of action in the movie at all. There wasn't a lot of Spider-Man in yeah, I, I mean, I, first of all, the first 20 minutes has no Spider-Man, except for when he has to swing through deliver pizzas. And then you get no Spider-Man for a while. And then when you do, he quits. Like he doesn't, you get a couple scenes and then he, he doesn't want to be Spider-Man, loses his power. So it was, uh, it was slower than I remember, but I think Doc Ock is so successful. Like when he's, when he's in that surgery room, that's a cool fucking scene. That was They did that with like puppets. That and was a like, horror was, scene. Well, the, yeah, I know. It really was, right? Like, that's Sam Raimi doing his horror shtick. And, on, I um, loved it. I thought that was the best part of the whole movie. And it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, there's a YouTube channel called Nerdwriter that talks about how Sam Raimi snuck a horror film into Spider-Man 2. 
and did all of the oh, cool. did all of the classic like homages to um you know horror movies from like the 70s through the 90s you know with the the gal being dragged um you know and digging her fingernails into the ground and, yeah. and kind of scraping it up and like uh people being killed in the shadows like you see the silhouette of them you know kind of getting killed yeah. and and especially with the practical effects from that era where this was like a crew of like 10 people per mechanical arm that were like operating it yeah. like as a puppet to like kind of move these you know large pieces like when it like at the end when it came up and like the claw came up and removed his uh like eye patches yeah. Yeah. that was like that wasn't cg that was like a mechanical thing that grabbed the fucking fabric like it's insane yeah. i i thought that well, was i thought cool. i thought doc ock was so great yes i think they i, I think too. they spent the majority of the time writing crafting storyboarding a lot of the doc ock stuff and then a lot of the doc ock plus spider-man stuff and then the rest of the story suffered significantly the rest of it was downright bad um jim you did ruin the train scene for me um because when you posted the clip of what would really happen and he got his arms ripped off (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, right yeah i kept thinking of that the whole time and i was like yeah his arms would just rip off here i kept thinking about that um the train scene was okay i don't know why he needed to take his mask off and then all the people would be like it's okay he's just a boy we won't tell anyone spider-man all that carefully he's a hero that was a great meme came out of that but yeah i just kept thinking about it though and being like man everyone would just take their fucking cell phone out be like, holy shit, Spider-Man's on the train with me. Look who it is. And then they'd re- image search him and we'd find out who it was right away. You know, I don't know. Also, that part was all just... Can I, one other piece about that part, too, is how they were, he, like, tried stuff. And they're like, well, that didn't work. You got any more of that? You got any other thing? Big brains or whatever? And he's like, I got some other mm-hmm. ideas. And he's, like, looking around. But, like, dude, the train is hurtling at, like, 80 miles an hour. And he's like, okay, that... That didn't work. Let's taking time for right. some banter. All right, Pete, let's regroup here mentally. Let's just take our time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then there's like the, all these like delays where you're like, dude, come on. This is kind of silly, but it was yeah. 2002. So I thought it looked good though. It looked like the, the image, like the visuals were good. Like it looked awesome. Like I feel like now with a lot of like Spider Man action scenes and the Tom Holland ones, which we'll get to. It's so fast, and there's so many moves, and so many fight, so many fight scenes, that it all just kind of blurs into a cartoon. I feel like here, when I'm watching it, I'm really appreciating the fights that I'm watching and the moves. It's like they they slow it down enough that you can sort of see each cool thing Spider-Man does. You know what I mean? I do. Like the I thought that, of the fight scenes were great. I thought the last fight scene really cool. I think most of this was good. The last um, act in general was just... I was going to say... It just took a long time to get going. I was yeah, I was just going to say, just, I think the last 40 minutes was really solid. Like, and Jimbo, I think you said to us, I think you guys will think that these original Spider-Man movies were better than you remember. And I think you're mostly right. Because, yeah, like you said, it took a while to get there. Like, it was a really slow crescendo. But then, like, once it kind of started hitting, putting yourself in 2000, whatever, 2004, 2003 timeline of, like, lack of CGI, a lot of practical effects, um, the writing wasn't yeah. great, Tobey Maguire's not that great. But, like, overall, I think the ending to this movie, like, the final third was pretty fantastic. Yeah. Like, can I just say one thing about MJ? Yeah. Dude, I have never seen such a clout chaser in my life. This is how she picks them. Ready? The popular bully with the sports car in high school. And then she meets Harry. Well, that's her meal ticket. Richest motherfucker in town. She's dating Harry. And then she jumps from Harry to this famous astronaut hero guy, J. Jonah Jameson's son. And only when Harry or when Peter reveals that he is Spider-Man, the ultimate clout goal does she jump on board with the that? Jersey chasers have been around since the beginning of time. She's just a Jersey chaser, dude. Like, yeah, I, I get it. I mean, I'm guessing if Iron Man swooped in, she'd probably want to date him instead. She'd probably leave Spider-Man only for Iron Man. Yeah. Cause Iron Man Horrible. doesn't try to hide his identity. Exactly. Rich and has right. way more money. 
overall, um, I thought this movie was just, again, probably great for the day. I think I'd give it similar to last week. I'd probably give this like a, a 78. So whatever I, so I gave the last one an 89 and I thought, I thought I was leaving room for, for this to be higher. Um, I thought I was going to like Spider-Man two so much that I was going to leave room for like a 93 or something, but it's to me, it's actually um, an 87. It's just actually a couple notches down from the first one. Man, that's crazy. I don't know where I was on the first one, but I, it was definitely you lower. Like a 78, yeah, it was, it was definitely lower than both of you. I think this movie was a significant improvement. If, again... It did, but it was, I was just watching it like, dude, it's going nowhere. I mean, it's it was really... An, it was really kind of boring for big chunks of it, more than I remember. I have a, a great, amazing song by Nickelback. Oh, yeah. What was the song at the end? That yeah. was like the, that, like perfectly encapsulated the mid two thousands of like angsty teen, like red jumpsuit apparatus, like type. Uh, yeah, taking wow. back Sunday music. Um, anyway, I thought this movie was significantly better than the first one. I'm gonna go like eighty five, um, because okay. again, I thought that while I was bored with the like. Hey man, you're gonna get fired from your pizza delivery job, which could have been cut like yeah. from the first reading of the script. Um yeah. to like the fact that they they went like Lord of the Rings on this, and there was like four endings where you kept thinking like this is gonna yeah. be over, and then they would they would take it, you know, again <laughs> and again and again. And I thought that was kind of cool, like that you didn't see that a lot at the time. So um I don't think Sam Raimi deserves all the credit for making a great movie, but I think um, in the end, um, ultimately they did produce something that was very enjoyable. um, If a bit slow to start. So I am excited for Spider-Man three. I remember liking it, even though it's been, this is what, this is the one that's like been panned, right? Too many villains. I mean, they've been very like disciplined with their villains in this first movies, green goblin. That's it. Uh, Doc Ock, that's it. So here we're gonna get like four villains all of a sudden. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I saw I I saw this in the theaters. I remember seeing it in the theaters. Okay. I remember maybe I was just jumping on the bandwagon of everybody else, but I didn't like it. I I thought it was like weird and boring and not entertaining. There's so. like there's really cringy parts to it, as we'll we'll see. Well, um, that, you maybe remember dancing, dancing Peter. Oh yeah. Well, that's kind of part and parcel for the first. I mean, there's been some really cringy parts to everything so far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Um, my kids, by the way, loving the rewatch. They want to watch the next one. I to go, hey, we got to wait till next week. That's how it works, dude. I'm most excited for the Garfield ones. Really? Have yeah. you seen them before? I've seen the first one. Okay. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Can't wait. All right, guys. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies podcast. Tune into our sportscast, which I thought was amazing this week. Go check that out. Uh, but until next week, thank you guys for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast.